Hey everybody, it's Lil Frax and you're listening to the Cabbages Hip Hop Podcast. We're talking movies and a bunch of other shit. Enjoy. Love you. Yes, Jeff. Are you Gary? Yes, that, that is who I am. Well, it was meant it was meant as a it's a corn song. Yeah, I'm familiar. And it, the the actual lyrics are are you ready? But I put your name in there because I thought it'd be funny. Now you know other than being a, other season, other right? than he's essentially a rapper. Mm. Jonathan Davis, come on, mm. that's not singing. You killing the joke and being kind of a jerk aside. Do you know mm. what today is? Uh, yes. Yeah, what podcast. day is it? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, It's Frex Day. Oh. It's Frex, Frex day. day. It's Lil Frex yeah. Day. Are you excited? Are you as excited as I am about the Lil Frex? Our Frex Manning Day? Frex Manning Day. Frex Manning Day. It's absolutely Frex Manning Day. And let me tell you something else. Mm. I am pumped. I took a shower. Oh, good. Yeah. I, mm. I washed my hair. Wow. I stared out into the horrid orange abyss mm. for a long time. And then I realized it's Frex Manning Day. Frex Manning Day. I don't know that the the listening audience is going to understand how geeked out we are for this jam. So geeked out that we're making Empire Records jokes. We're weed free. We're doing the damn thing. We're coming into this thing fresh faced. And ready for battle because we are going to to host one of our favorite humans on yeah. the internet and on the planet. I'm very yeah. excited. You know, I am thrilled. I am legitimately thrilled. And you know, I say that about a lot of our guests, and I'm, my excitement. And that's definitely true. You know, a lot of times you're know, booking the show, getting guests. I'm always really excited to have these folks and have these conversations. But like, there's sometimes there are people who like you put together like a little wish mm. list. You know, like, I would love to get this person on the show. Day and one. We low frex low frex was early on yeah. that wish list of people and it was like we kind of know some people who know her right maybe we could call in a favor but i didn't feel like we were ready because again like with so many of these guests and i hope you guys start to understand that like we want to find the right movie for these people we want to find oh the man gary yeah, can i can i interject mm. it's gotta be just right well put well put and it was it was just right. I just have one question, and it, it's one that's gnawed at my soul ever since we booked this thing. Okay. She gonna like us? I'm a little scared. Yeah. Never, We're, never meet your, never meet your heroes. We're not the most likable people. No. So. No. We shall see. Ladies and gentlemen, just right. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, just right. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I cannot believe that I'm about to introduce our guest for today's show. Joining us now is Lil Frex, actress, rapper, comedian, social media dynamo, waitress. Her resume is stacked. You may have seen her on Amazon's A League of Their Own or MTV's Wild and Out. Either way, her hilarious new podcast, That's What I Heard, is available right now, everywhere and anywhere that you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Such an honor to be here. That was a very good intro. Gary's really good at intros. I'm yeah, not even gonna lie. He's hell. really, really good at them. Yeah, I appreciate the, I like the compliment. I'm just I'm just trying to uh trying to level up in all this uh <laughs> intro writing game. You're going into the broadcast game. Well, you're already in the broadcast game, yeah. I suppose so. So we needed to do this kind of movie, but we are not treating this as the Queen Latifah episode because she has such a vast canon. Instead, right. we're calling this the common episode. It doesn't stop us from talking about in detail about Queen Latifah's role in this, but we definitely do need to discuss uh, Common and the caliber of his acting in this film specifically okay. uh, as we go through. But I just wanted to get a sense as an artist, as a rapper, how much familiarity did you have with Queen Latifah and Common as actors? You know, it's two people that like 
they are such big stars and so well respected that I understand their weight, but they're not people that I've ever like really listened to mm. in depth. Like I know some of the hits, but I but I have respect for them. Were there any particular films or movies that you'd seen them in or TV shows that you'd seen them in that had stuck out for you prior to uh, watching this one? I couldn't name a single one. I went into this like a baby with fresh eyes. Mm. Uh, I had no preconceived ideas or notions. I just said, I'm just going to watch this movie. And I fucking loved it. My, oh, right. I love that. I love to hear it. My, uh, my notions in both cases were preconceived. Okay. From other right. movies, from deep dives of the catalog. Uh, I, we don't like to talk about rap on the podcast. So one of these rappers I like, and one of them I do not like at all. And one of these people I thought did a great job in the movie. One of them I think did not do great at all. Okay. But I also love the film. I had, a, I had a blast with this one. I thought it was so fun to watch. So I actually watched it with my mom and my stepdad. Oh, right And on. my mom turns to me and she goes, I love that movie. <laughs> It is a mom movie. It's totally a mom movie. <laughs> and I go, I got to be honest, I kind of did too. It was really enjoyable. Although I, the mom in this, I mean, Felicia Rashad is a great mom and is very mm -hmm. supportive and et cetera. But Queen Latifah's mom, not as supportive, not as nice. Now I'm kind of. What, what was her deal? I can't remember. So Pam Greer. Yeah. yeah. Pam Greer That's right. gave the the earrings to the prettier girl right she was like uh you're probably not gonna try anyway so why do you need cool stuff right and that was a that was that was a, a tough l for latifah yeah to take. latifah was being mistreated she was being mistreated throughout mm -hmm. she was being mistreated mm -hmm. to the point where we kind of overlooked the fact that she did fuck her friend's ex which is kind of not cool right but we were still on her side and we didn't even think about the fact that she might be the one in the wrong. I didn't we, blink an eye at it. I, thought, I was like, and neither did I. And then Good. when I was in retrospect, I was thinking that's kind of fucked up. She and just fucked, she fucked her friend's man. I think this movie is, is a touch progressive and it's, and it's dealing with the fact that the, the friend that lost was just like, sounds good to me. Yeah, I think I this is that. actually a really good idea. And when like, friend to be goes, honest with um, you, it should have happened earlier. Yeah, like you should go get her. <laughs> you should go get her. My favorite part is when he just like take he just walks off the set at the end. Yeah, like mm -hmm. takes the microphone off and walks off the set to get his girl. That was ridiculous. There were some things that were ridiculous, like the sound of the bouncing, uh, the sound of the basketballs. <laughs> Why did they the sound? sound of the so bad. Yeah. It was so distracting. Agreed. That was probably the worst part of the movie for me was just the production value of the basketball scenes and the sound of the basketball. Excellent. <laughs> the most distracting thing to me was the way they shot Common playing basketball, knowing that he's on the court with people who are anywhere between four to 10 inches taller than right. him. He's a Not to mention like the fact actual like Hall of Fame basketball players. Yeah like on the same court as you and allowing you to like get off your your little eight to ten foot fade away yeah i think it's really nice of them but yeah i think if this was shot today so this was like 13 years ago they made this um mm -hmm. it's just as i really it, it looked like 2010 oh, yeah. they would have done better if they did it today and you know what's funny so i was going I was watching the credits and I was like, oh, I know half the PAs who worked on this movie. In fact, my friend Self Williams, who's like the person I've made my first ever rap song with, was one of the PAs on this movie. Really? Okay. Oh, yes. like, it was a New York movie. This is our like six degrees of Kevin Bacon moment of this. It really movie. is. It yeah. It was tr <laughs> truly full circle. We should have, have him on, we should have him on this like, podcast. I knew someone that worked on the film before. I don't think we have. I don't know why actually I should have had him zoom into this podcast too. He could have given us all the background. I know oh, we want to do a bonus episode. Yeah, we should, we should do a Patreon. We'll do I'll, I'll yeah. ask him. He'll do it. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I would love that. One thing I did leave out of your of your bio in your intro, and now I feel bad. I feel like I've, I've let people down. It's like your work as a PA, <laughs> obviously. You um, have that yes, also in my, there. You well, know, that's the start of it all. Yeah, like you have all these different connections to these things. Having been someone who has worked in film and has worked mm -hmm. on TV. So you're in front of and behind the camera now. Is it strange watching a movie like this? Do you see things that maybe we're not seeing or that the average viewer doesn't necessarily see? Yeah. When I see two people walking down a street, a city street, mm -hmm. I could cry because I think of the pain 
of a PA standing around the corner mm-hmm. that we can't see in the shot, mm-hmm. begging tourists to just wait one minute. If you don't mind, we're filming something, just please. Or begging like tourists it. and God forbid, begging people who live in the neighborhood who are like, this is my fucking block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my fucking house. And I'm not going to wait a minute. I just think of the PA around every corner. It makes my palms get sweaty. I had a direct confrontation with a PA at some juncture because I was moving into an apartment. Ooh, not and good. As I was interest. moving in, they're like setting things up. And as I'm walking through, this woman is like, goes to talk. And I'm like, it's going to be an all day thing. Yeah. I'm moving all day. So you need to figure out a system. And because I'm not stopping. At some point, we kind of became friends, and she was like, oh, it's a Ben Stiller movie. And I was like, so we're not exactly crushing the Oscars here if I walk through the shot. Get out of the way. I'm like moving heavy shit. You probably could have got 100 bucks out of locations for that. Did they ever send locations over to talk to you, like anyone else, to like bargain with you? No, they just dealt with it. Like, she was a pro. She just dealt with it. She was like, we'll figure this out. Okay. And for the most part, it was great. But every now and again, I'd be like, I'm not putting this down and then picking it back up. Well, you I'm sound always, like a pleasure to run into. I'm a real fun <laughs> you're my, you're sounding like my nightmare. <laughs> exactly. Should have been like, locations go to two. I don't know. Can you come talk to this guy? I can't deal with him. He's he's not he's not being. Why didn't that happen? I would have wanted to talk you, to locations. Yeah, like when locations comes over, then they start greasing palms. They have a budget. They have I'm, a budget. I'm not meant to have so. a greasy palm in this life. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That I, means you're not like unreasonable. You can be bought. Oh, absolutely. I wish someone would yeah. try. Please try to buy me. I am for sale. I mean, they would have offered you a hundred bucks to not move and that wouldn't have been worth it. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't have taken it. Wouldn't have taken it. So they couldn't really, yeah, but they could have. The price wouldn't have been that much higher, to be honest with you. If it wasn't my friend's car, I would have done it. I I don't know, maybe 500 bucks. Yeah, you're not getting 500. You can just Uh, walk in the shot. Now we have, now now we just have free background, but you ain't getting 500. But if you had a, if you had a, um, if you had, let's say a lawnmower, Hmm. We could talk 500. Hmm. Okay. 500 could be on the table if you were blowing, if you were mowing your lawn. Mm. Quick, quick scam for our listeners. If you see people shooting a film, people do it. Don't and do you it. have do access it. to a lawnmower. This is 500 bucks. The easy. Let it rip. No, I can't no, guarantee no. 500, but I'm going to say that they, de- they really would need you to not be making that sound. So that they could shoot. Whereas you moving in the background. Okay. So there's a guy moving in the background. Yeah. Of the shot. It's, New it's New York City. City. I, was, I brought do? that up a couple of like, exactly. it's Brooklyn, it's City, Greenpoint man. in the middle of the night. Like there's going to be people around. Right. But if you have messed up audio, then they actually can't shoot. So then Fair we're getting enough. into real. There is a, like, there is a budget to handle these things. So. Huh. That is good yeah. to know. 500 might be high. I'm just saying you could get more than a hundred probably. Next time, I'm just going to be like, no, 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 send locations. I'm not dealing yeah. with you. I'm going to be <laughs> the should. one that just immediately shuts it down. Locations. Nope, send locations. locations. Locate. What spot is it? What are we at? Five? Locations yeah. to five? Where's the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Give him the radio. Just, locations you've to just five. Given him, you've just put a dangerous toy in this boy's hand. <laughs> I guess that may explain why so much of this movie is filmed indoors. Mm. It is. Oh, you know what I had a problem with? I had a problem mm. with him living on the Upper East Side. That Thank didn't you. make sense to me. No, I don't yeah, think authors from the Nets are living in the on the Upper East Side. It made a sense that he'd been playing with them for 10 years and only with them. Is that how he f- puts it out there? Right. So I don't know how many contract renewals we're talking about at that stage, but obviously mm. he's at a critical pivotal point when this movie starts in terms of the, the beginning of the season of what mm-hmm. he's expected to uh, be negotiating for. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to me that the kind of place that he's living in doesn't make sense for that situation. It also doesn't make right. sense that he would spend any time driving his own car uh, right. throughout any of this. Wait, but that is where he was supposed to be. Like his townhouse was supposed to be Upper East Side, right? Yeah. That makes no sense. I don't think like that's not a, it's like I'm um, he he'd be living in like Tribeca. Hmm. Right. He'd be living in some kind of luxury building on in one of these buildings. Of course. Uh, just the high rises, like but Upper East Side. The concierge. Is, I, it's too know. stuffy. I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling no. that for him. Especially single. Yeah. I worked. Um, I worked at a bookstore here in New York City, and Peyton Manning came in to make a like a big purchase of books that they would never read, but made them look smart. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm sorry, it's Eli Manning. So Eli Manning buys all these things. And it when I asked, you know, we're just like staying around for a lot of it. And I was like, so where are these going? He was like, oh, they're going to like 
Jersey near the practice facility because I just bought an apartment there so that I don't have to like back and forth. And that's probably what would be happening. So it, it's not crazy to think the parties would happen to the apartment. It's just crazy to think he would live UES just to get too New York about this. Yeah, no, like a single ball player is not who wants to live on that Upper East Side. Yeah, it's, there's no it's not happening. There. No, not happening. The question that I asked myself on both watches of this movie is where the hell does Queen Latifah live in this movie? Jersey. She's in Jersey. She's in Jersey. It took me a while to figure that out too. Yeah. Now go with me for a minute because this is where yeah. it gets confusing. And this is where if you are from this area as as I am, you start to get the, the shakes because the meat cute <laughs> that happens in this film takes place at a gas station. Right. And anybody who knows these things knows that you can't pump your own gas in New Jersey. Right, mm. that's true. Wow. The moment on screen mm-hmm. where they end up at this gas station, they're getting out to pump their own gas. I'm going, nobody goes from East Rutherford, New Jersey, the IZOD Center, Meadowlands, to Manhattan <laughs> to go right. back to Newark or wherever <laughs> Jersey lives. Maybe she's stalking the, the prices him. are never better. So already that's that's that was the first thing where it broke my ability to appreciate this movie because I said there's no logical way these people are anyone's in Jersey and him being in Manhattan makes it more confusing. So are they in Manhattan? Are they in New Jersey? In mm-hmm. that moment, nothing right. makes sense to me. Everything feels wrong. That's so interesting. I didn't even catch that. I didn't either. Oh, I fixed that. That, that would be sense. that would be when the Nets played in New Jersey as well. Because yeah, it's it like the, these were the New Jersey Nets. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So it's like they played in New Jersey. So he was driving from New Jersey back to Manhattan, and she yeah. was driving from the arena to her house in Jersey. Yeah. And never, so never then, the so then you meet. go, okay, so why why did they pick gas station? Like, what was the purpose of gas station as the place where? Because it actually doesn't mean very much. They I think met at, I think beca- it's an Easter egg for the car mm. because the car becomes. It's a good introduction, key. hard introduction to like what other people see as with car. But it could have been like. Them getting into a fender bender. Sure. They could have or, been a fender bender. They could have been, uh, we could have done it like just a convenience store. It could have been a, a Wawa. Yeah, a Wawa is totally a valid thing. Right. But it, that was the first Real. thing that really broke me in this film was just like, Smart. I could not get my mind about it. And they never say where she lives in Jersey. We've watched it twice. It's somewhere it was, very cute, though. It's like a cute little residential. Yeah. Sweet mm-hmm. little houses. Because I was at first I was just assuming it was New York. I'm like, oh, this isn't even New York. No. This is like residential Jersey. Very cute. Grey's Anatomy dad. You've got Grey's Anatomy dad. You've got Pam Greer for the mom. And I also was trying to figure out, like, they don't live in that house. It's her house that she bought that, they, that her dad... But he's Anatomy, always there painting, and you have to love that. But why is the mom there? Right, she's and then helping why? Out. And so then the the friend, okay, the friend who's dating a baller lives in the house. Yeah, the god right. god sister. So yeah. then the, she moves out to go live with the baller. Mm-hmm. They break up. She comes back to the house. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Queen Latifah's yeah. too nice. That's the thing. Queen Latifah allows herself in this to be trampled a few times when she could have spoken up and been like, yeah, because she's Mr. Your man. She's right. like, go ahead, move back to the house. I'm going to fuck your man. See, the, this read on it, I think, is what's really important is we have been I'm going to say we've been gaslit by this film into thinking that this is like a heroic tale mm, of right. Queen Latifah, who has had been unlucky in love. No, it's Mr. Steal Your Man. <laughs> This is, right. this is that's what this is this, this is like is the it. LaRusso flip yeah. from a few years back that like created cobra kai where you're just like yeah actually mm-hmm. what the fuck why did you do that shit right yeah why did you allow this person to move back in when you clearly had designs on fucking her man yeah also i like that she like ran off the 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 white girl to bring in queen latifah as a trainer oh the real life trainer oh right and she, she fucked up yeah she finessed herself. Funny? She thought too funny? hard about the issue. Isn't that funny? So despite all the flaws that we've just brought up, I love this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would watch no, it again. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Some, the first thing we turned on, this was I was visiting my family, and the first thing we turned on was like some Nazi undercover spy movie. Oh, wow. After 10 minutes, I go, I really can't watch this. This is, mm. this is so boring. I mean, I go, mm. but there is a movie I have to watch. It's called Just Right. Just type it in. Mm. Just Google it. 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we and we watched it, and what a difference it was! What a one eighty from the Nazi movie we've been watching. And not like, a lot of political surprise. intrigue in this one. What a very few surprise. Nazis. Very few Nazis. Almost none. Some would say. Some would say almost none. Almost. You've got none. a you've got a sports crowd in the background a lot, so. You know, sure. I love sports, but there's a whole lot of Nazis watching. Sports. I think some of those Orlando Magic fans from the beginning might be. <laughs> mm. you know, it's we're talking Florida here. Florida, I think we baby. know what's going on with Florida. Oh, they <laughs> happen to be up in New Jersey from Florida. Mm. Yeah, we know what's going on. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> they live in certain neighborhoods. You know, one of my gripes because I actually I I didn't love this film, and I am very new. I'm relatively new to the romantic comedy. Uh, world. It's a, a genre that I know very little about, but we've watched a few recently on the show. And so I'm sort of like, I have this sort of developing brain about it. But one of the things that I have learned is that they really don't depict sex in these movies at all. No. And no. after all the buildup of no, this is for, this is for lifetime moms at, at worst. Yeah. It's PG. I was horrified yeah. when it's like, this whole film is about trying to show Queen Latifah is not just the friend. Mm-hmm. She's not just the friend. She is somebody who you can have a relationship with, a romantic relationship with. Oh, and it's old like, school Disney films are are hotter than this. We'll get wait, you but they than had, this, but though. they had sex, sexual innuendos, like they were in the sheets. Yeah, they they, they had that scene. They had to make sure we understood that sex was that had. they had sex. That right. it happened, but it's but like it's PG. It was this is least, for six year olds. Yeah. This movie was for six year olds. Exactly. It's actually weird that we watched it. This is a children's movie. <laughs> that's happened to us a number of times on the show at this point i think it's on purpose it's literally supposed to be like you can take your kids with or without you yeah so why did we watch this movie this is weird because this is weird now because we've talked about this is this jeff this now falls into a category of a kind of film that we watch where it's like what is this movie what who is is this for is this we're we're talking about uh we're talking about old dogs again aren't we Basically, we're talking about it was the the difference, of course, being that one of them takes love seriously and the other takes love as a gas, a hilarious, Mm. yeah, foible. So, like, this this this, movie movie really wanted to ratchet up the pain of the lonely. What you have to understand is that we are now analyzing a film that is essentially Mighty Mighty Ducks. Mm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is a PG sports film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this happens to us a lot (laughs) on this show. I'll be honest. We we overanalyze pure garbage. So this being a movie like actual garbage, we go like, oh, let's examine this closely. This has the same rating as the film Air Bud. Well, this is from the writer of Like Mike, so I shouldn't be too surprised. I actually never watched Like Mike. Have you guys done that one? We haven't done it, but I saw it at a drive-in theater. Was it Um, good? I never watched it. It was okay for as these things for the time. Yeah, for the time. time. I think we talked about two thousand two. I used to be such a little Bow Wow head. Yeah. Mm. But now, I don't know if I can name one of his songs now, but I know that I used to love him. It's probably best not to dwell too much on it. Was one of them self-titled? <laughs> probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Now, maybe that's as soon as we're done, I'm going to put on some Bow Wow. Uh, Bow Wow playlist. Chad Moss. <laughs> well, Latifah Ken- became a real actress. Maybe she already was at the time, but doesn't she have a show that she films was. in New York now? Um, yeah, she's Equalizer. equalizer. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're always filming right now. She was already an actress. Like she'd already been doing movies for like 20 years when this thing came out. You'd maybe like, say she's more of an actress than than a musician, right? By this point, I think you could fairly say that. Her oh, career in music. Oh, but if yeah. you put career. the whole career into perspective, I would say probably, right? Yeah, because if you basically say like her her career in film starts in like 91, she does like Jungle Fever and she does House Party 2. She's in both of those films. And mm-hmm. then she does Juice in 92. She does some TV stuff. She ends up getting Living Single, which she does for like five years. That's a big thing. All the while, she's still watching. I watched watched the hell out of that show. She does Set It Off. She does Hoodlum. It was better than Friends. She does Sphere. And then she goes back uh, after Living Single in the 2000s. She does a lot more movies. Brown Sugar, Chicago, Bringing Down the House, Barbershop 2, Beauty Shop. Last holiday, hairspray. Yeah, so she, she's an actress. She's an ice yeah, cage. Yeah. She's an yeah. actress. By the time she does this movie, she's already an actress. She's a huge star. Yeah, I wonder what huge the salary star. was. I'm going to say yes. a mil, two mil, three mil. I'm saying that that would accurate. be awesome. Yeah, and worth every penny. The budget of the film is twelve. It's like twelve million, and there's not a lot of actual people acting in the film. The budget right. of the film is twelve million. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Shot that feels low. It does, right? It feels mo- low for like a genre movie where you have to shoot basketball. Maybe that's why the basketball looks kind of cheap. Yeah. Cheap basketball. 
That makes sense. And if you notice, both of the basketball scenes are against the Orlando Magic. Right. So that's because they have to pay for those trademarks, right? So that's maybe a cheaper trademark. So, um, and you, there's a guarantee for all of those announcers to come in and do lots of announcing work too. Right. The sports world has a pretty good grip on how to pay people if they cross over. Yeah, ways. that's money. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess they probably just paid. I thought it was a good cast. The, the cast probably got all the money. Yeah. I love the little pimp my ride thing. Mm, sure. That probably costs 20,000 to pimp that ride. Who knows? Mm, sure. Yeah. Um, at the same time, mm-hmm. Common, far less experienced actor at this stage in his career. He had right. never done a comedy or a rom-com. He had never done a comedy at that well, point. Well, yeah, I mean, you could tell. You know, nobody thought, exactly, nobody thought he was. So, like, it's an odd choice for sort of the romantic lead in a film like this. He'd done, like, Smoking Aces and, like, a Terminator movie nobody saw. And he was an American gangster. And he did all of these, a couple of these things, but they were all, like, action, drama Right. But not like nothing, nothing like overly serious per se. And, and no, he wasn't light. the lead. And in nothing that he was either. the lead in. Yeah, nothing yeah, that he right. was ever the lead in. Here's what I don't understand about Common in this film. If you listen to Common records, he knows what vocal inflection is. He knows right. that you can sound mm-hmm. different ways if you use different voices. He right. uses the same voice the entire time. <laughs> horrible news. This is horrible. Great mm-hmm. news. This is great. His mom walks in. That is my mom. <laughs> you know, I love my mother. Like, why was be, he reading a poem the whole he time? He might be making a choice of trying to play kind of like a dumb athlete. Mm. Okay. If we're going to give him like grace on this. Are we going to say, okay, let's, fair enough. why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sweethearts. He's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so we, um, so let, maybe he, he's like, okay, this is a different acting role. we got to keep it light. I'm playing this athlete. He's a really nice guy. He's not like the most cerebral guy. He's not a genius. He's a physical mm. being. So maybe that's just his choice on how that that type of person would act. Mm. Like a star athlete. At the same time, they also try to make him seem a little, have a little bit more depth than your average athlete by he, making yeah, him did. a fan of jazz, by making him a jazz bow, essentially. Oh, they they went out of their way to mention the uh, Joni, Joni Mitchell CD on his uh, in his car which is like cool yeah, but that's not that's not i'm talking you know he's like he's not like a harvard professor no no and so it may, i think that that's how common thinks that the athletes would act hmm. maybe he knows some of the athletes maybe they do kind of act like that yeah, where they're very they like hey what's up well that's okay whatever you want to do girl All that's right. true too because a lot of times we look at athletes and they're like we take on camera to be real in more cases. Right. But then if you talk to them, they're just like, they're probably just kick back playing video games. Not wanting to talk to anybody. Yeah. And totally just monotone. Like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. You want a beer? It's amazing. We got, (laughs) we got wine there too. If you want wine. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe if, that, I guess that would be maybe what I would think happened. There's a, there's a number of reasons it could have gone like it did, but that was an interesting choice because it, Kind of sucked the life out of a few scenes. <laughs> I mean, it, maybe he's he's great, but like those scenes suffered, unfortunately. Which ones? Well, I mean, when he wanted to get married and then his mom walks up and he's like, I know what you're going to ask. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like it's but, it's and like Felicia is acting her ass off because she's made for this. Felicia yeah. Rashad doesn't have to say a word. No, the, 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 the reaction shots during the yeah. proposal, the faces she makes is like, this is why she was engaged. And she didn't movies. say anything, but you knew engaged. That's there a heavy like hitter. Five yeah. reaction shots. And each one of them is just like another face. I'm like, she has range. She's yeah. showing it. This is brilliant. That Those, line was just like, I you're a grown her. man. Grown men do whatever they want. And I was like, yes. mm. right. mom's mad mom. though. Mom's mad mom though. You can mad. tell mom is mad. I like when um, <laughs> she goes about like Latifah. She goes, I like her. Yep. That's that that's great. the most mom yeah. shit ever. Like, I like her. I like yeah. her. Yeah. They're always they're always wrong, or at least they have been. <laughs> I don't know, it's for no. me. But like <laughs> she was into it. I watched this movie with my wife and um eventually we're just basically predicting what's going to happen next in the film. And one of the things I said was like before when, oh, so 
Queen Latifah is going to be the one doing the physical therapy. We know this now. And like, she's going, like the mom is going to like her from the jump. No, I'm like, that's right going to happen. Like, I'm like, I'm like, that's going to happen. There's no way. It's the opposite of the reaction to Paula Patton. This is, this like, is a wild the jump. This is a wildly used trope in rom-coms. Mm. Parental or friend approval yeah. of the person that's supposed to win. That's how you know they're going to win. And I should point out that in a, in a previous episode where we discussed another rom-com, Jeff made clear that he is a big fan of rom-coms. He is I love watching by far yeah. more experienced with the genre than I, I am. Like some people have science fiction. I have rom-coms. I just like watch right. the hell out of it. I think they're incredible. I almost wouldn't even call this like a com. Mm. Mm. Well, there were no jokes. It was just a sweet movie. Yeah, that's a good point. It mm. was just like really easy to digest, easy to watch. Hallmark Channel bait. Yeah, good. but there, yeah. I don't know if I laughed. I can't remember if I laughed or not. I don't know no, if I did. Usually, usually in comedies, in addition to there being jokes, it's also like there's the moments of comic relief in films like this. Like even yeah. if you're talking about yeah. yeah. and where they usually kind of can shoehorn it into, even into a bad movie, is when you introduce the lead character's friends, and there's this parade of people who show yeah. up yeah. for one scene only, a piece. Yeah. As her friends or coworker pals, you see right. them one time and then they never show up again in the rest of the film. They have no bearing on it. We get a couple of reactions to her ending up on television. Mm-hmm, sure. Right? right. Like, when, or not her oh, ending yeah, up the but girls him at the hospital were like, oh, there she But is. that's yeah. it. Like, there's a number of other people we get zero reaction out of. Right. Like, we don't get any of his friends. We're like, no. oh, shit, what's wrong with our friend who just like stormed off of the set of this ESPN show? And ran off into the that night. was the funny. That was the most comedic part to me when he just goes, "I'm sorry, I have to go." Takes off the mic and walks off the set of, before he does the interview. Genius. And he doesn't. Even know where I would he's say going no calm. Point. I would say no calm. No calm. Yeah. And, and no rom as well. It's just romance. So I actually don't call this a rom. So, okay. so it's more so of just no a, romance. I mean, no there was no sex sexuality, but there no. was no kiss. I mean, the kissing there was, was like, was there kissing? Oh yeah. There was a little kissing. Very a love, a love movie. This movie was very indebted to the idea of love. I think without the ROM and without the calm, you know what we have a we children's have. movie. Mm. You keep coming back to this. I, you, you have, you have presented two different mm-hmm. angles on this film. No ROM, that, no calm that, kids film. So it's either it's a, a kid's film. film. It's either a children's movie or it's secretly an evil story about right. seeing your friend's man. Which like is a big, which is. is a big theme in middle school. It's like, it's like a middle school movie. I so think. it's a tween movie then. Maybe. Yeah. That's now I'm now I'm saying it's a tween movie. Yes. I, okay. Yes. Correct. I was gonna movie. say I think it's in that like, eleven to to fourteen. Yeah. Area. This is sure. like a middle school Friday night. Yeah. You go with a group of friends to the movie theater. You say you're going along, but you meet up with the boys and you like, mm-hmm. you maybe even watch half the movie and then go out back and smoke weed for the second half or something like that. Mm-hmm. I bet this movie, half of this movie's gross from the theaters was from people from kids going to see it and then sneaking into and then not going. Hundred percent. Wow, I believe that that. like half of the gross for this was that because um, they could get in because they could get in at that age. That's a good point. It's a clever ruse. This is. A, I saw that it made like twenty one mil. Yeah, it made yeah. twenty one. Yeah. So- not terrible off of a twelve million dollar no, budget. We factor in marketing. We've seen some real stinkers that made nothing. So I, I'm Man. always impressed when you can beat a budget of anything over a million dollars. We've seen films with bigger budgets do <laughs> way less. Way, I think twelve less. million seems like a really small budget to get stars. Yeah. I think you're working with and to shoot New York with, City. Yeah, I think I, I think that's it's like I mean I don't know about the the interiors of you know some of the other shots, but everything seems to be shot largely within this house. So mm. I think this is very. I think it's a very economical structure to how this is, is put together. I mean, the only place you, when you really leave, other than the Izod Center, is when the uh, when he makes the drive towards the end to Philly, right, to the seventy six to go see the seventy sixers. So oh, really, that was it's not, hilarious, yeah. Which again, like I, I have to go back to because he walks off set, but he still doesn't know where she is. Right. It isn't until Paula Patton, who happens to be there. Sitting right. off off screen, she says film. like go to her, you know, basically uh, hysterical. And so like, she's Actually, can I can I interject for just a second because he's like Please. on his way out the door and she's like stop, I want you to know you have my approval and he's like great. He's like bitch, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't like care. you. Like, I'm out of here. I've seen enough. Like why are you even talking to me right now? I'm gonna right. go fall in love with someone else. It was. I thought that scene was incredible because her approval was just like, I get it. And he was like, oh, good. 
Right. <laughs> but that sets <laughs> this up for a uh, for a wicked style reboot where we eventually mm. see things from Paula Patton's perspective and find out we've been watching this film all wrong. Mm. Interesting. Like her, her grace towards the end is this act of kindness that you know, even though she's the one who has been harmed the most in all this, she's right. As, as we've learned. This is actually a film about pretty girl justice. Mm. Justice mm. for the pretty girls. Okay. So wow. the justice here being that she does get the peace of mind that at any time she can step in and he'll be like, I'm so confused. Right. She can, she has the to power do. to confuse yeah. him, but not to keep him. Right. That's exactly but right. But that's pretty powerful still. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about a basketball thing. Something okay. that bothered me. I'm really lot. into basketball right now. So I know I, I I heard that on your podcast actually. And I was like, oh good. Oh, we also <laughs> see your bets. Bring this up. We oh, see your yeah. bets and we're like, oh my yeah. god. We, you have to understand, like I tailored this movie to you. I was like, oh no, this perfect. is be a basketball <laughs> yeah, movie perfect. with rappers. We, so we gotta get low fricks for this episode. Got you. And I ate it up. I I would watch it again just for fun. Okay, the, so go ahead, basketball thing. Okay. This team the New Jersey Nets uh-huh. has lost their all-star point guard uh-huh. pretty, you know, not, not an insignificant time into the season, but like about halfway through the season. Now you've right. lost your best point guard. You're having, you're watching him practice. The team is watching him practice. And they're like, Oh man, we got to have him back. We can't win without him is the exact quote, right? right. Smash cut. And the announcers are like, Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. I, I wrote that down That's, too. What? I go, really? You can't <laughs> win with the year five games away from winning a championship. Right. I understand needing your all-star back, but like someone can write better. I'm sorry. That is, I know. that was a wild oversight. But if I'm in the writer's room, I'm going, we have to give it stakes. We have totally. to give the film stakes. It so just means that nobody I'm go in there with, knows we can't what the Eastern Conference him. Finals are. <laughs> Of course not. And they're hoping that the people watching don't either. And they probably don't. Yeah, they probably don't because they're 12. Totally. They don't know what's going on. I hear it, but it's still really stuck in my crop. It it was really fun. Some of the basketball stuff was like kind of hilarious. Like the post-game interview, Mm -hmm. like no sweat. He just put up like 21 in the fourth quarter. And the guy's like, it's the first game of the season. And Jalen Rose was like, hey, uh, so you're going to re-sign with the Nets at the end of the season? Right. No, no questions about like, what were you seeing out there? None of that stuff. Just like, if it was a real interview, this is so I've only (laughs) been watching basketball a very short time, but this is what they all do. So they go, so what'd you have to do to win that game? And they go, you know, it was about, uh, we really had to focus on offense and, uh, defense as well. So communicate and, uh, just play hard physicality. Mm. Trust, trust mm-hmm. each other. That's another yeah. big one. Like, it, well, like, this is a team that trusts each other. And that's why we it's like, what do you have to do? Sure. And they all say offense and defense as well. It's a beautiful right. thing because when they're in concert, the two. Right. You're pretty unbeatable. That's the whole. Yeah. So yeah. offense and defense as well. I think that every morning I go today, I need to play offense and defense. <laughs> as well. Uh, I have another basketball question and then I'll drop the subject because no, the no, basketball please. really was the worst. It this was the worst uh, part of it. Do they want a championship? Did they yeah, win a championship? Well, how did it how did it end? Because I remember being like, yeah, because they just fast that? forward to the beginning of the next season and are like, oh, by the way, everyone's fine. Right. I don't even rem- yeah, I don't even remember what happened. They never they never addressed it. Do you think they no. won a championship? No. I don't think so. I don't think no. so. <laughs> I, don't I think so. they were happy with Eastern Conference finals and just that was just that's where they got. That's that's fine. That seems pretty good to me. When we write just write two, mm-hmm. just writer. I don't know. I don't know how we we'll do that. Just wrong, bitch. Just wrong. Just wrong. I think that we bring back the pretty girl and she just destroys the marriage. Right again. Right. And it affects him and he's yeah. got to overcome it to win a championship. Boom. It's called make it right. Mm. But at, without the just right two part, just make it right. Yeah. Make it, I like Making it. it right. I like it. She comes back for her revenge. It's going to be a bad um, film, but I'm into it. We're going to have to write it because the screenwriter behind this movie did not make write another movie. I can't believe it. Never. So this is the writer behind Carmen, a hip opera, uh, Brown Sugar and Like Mike. And those are big things. Big things. 
yeah. all precede this by like eight years. And this was huh. the nail in the coffin. And then this comes out. And uh, now after, since this film, he has founded uh, Hammer and Nails, a grooming shop for guys, a national men's grooming franchise. Hmm. As okay. Departed from screenwriting altogether. Having so this was it. This was it. This was this who else is was on this note. creative team? Like who was the director? The, so the director is Sana Hamri, who was a mm-hmm. music video director. Did a lot of stuff with Mariah Carey, Nicki Minaj, Prince during the musicology era, Jadakiss, and Common did one of the mm. most notable Common videos. Is the Come Close video from uh, from Electric Circus with Mary J. Blige, right? which I'm assuming is how he becomes considered in all this is that they worked on this episode that I think I watched at like BET after dark or something or, or, or mm-hmm. some other basic cable channel. I watched this video. Um, and I think he had more range in this, that video that he had in this movie, but it was also, <laughs> you know, a highlight from the album song wise that an album that maybe didn't really get a lot of love, but like, so this is a director who, her first, her film prior to this was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Oh, that was a big movie. So she had basically, she the had gotten the was, sequel. Yeah, yeah she I got the so. sequel. She got the sequel. Then she does this. And this was her last uh, uh, film in uh, her last uh, big screen picture. She went back into wow. TV so show this directing, movie music ended radios. people's careers. Oh, it's a career for people. Wait, but why was it so good gift. then? It was so good. It was so much better than it sounds. It really was. Yeah. Like, you may not so like it or enjoyable. whatever. That's fine. It was just but... goofy and like enjoyable. We, we tell this story a lot on this show that we tend to pick these movies where they tend to be we have a, the a career gift. enders. They're the career enders for a lot of people, really? or they become like and we don't know it ahead of time. No, this I isn't planned. Research. It just keeps I do the research fucking afterwards. <laughs> wow. What was the other it's one? Like, what were other ones? Oh, so many. Just I mean, oh, you name like it. it's almost <laughs> every film. <laughs> almost every movie. Like this season, we did Be Kind Rewind from Michelle Gondry, who did like the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He does Be Kind Rewind and basically has to go back to France after this. Wow. Like and make movies. But in it France. was good. And, and we enjoyed it. We enjoyed the movie. But we were in the minority, clearly. Like yeah. we tend to pick these films that people absolutely don't like. Like we did Ghosts of Mars, which again is a pretty bad film. Ice the Cube. end of Carpenter's Sherry career. The <laughs> end of John Carpenter's career. Didn't make another movie for a decade. And Wait, then well, after that industry. movie, he stopped altogether. What would you say is the best or like a few of the best movies with rappers? Eight Mile? Well, well, we haven't done Eight Mile on the show yet. We're going to approach that. What are you mad, it, man? Pe- because it's too on the nose. You, you got to build. No, you got to build yeah. up to these things. People get excited. We're okay, like, we're like, we're teasing Cool as Ice after like every episode. Okay. Like, we're gonna do Cool as <laughs> Ice, guys. You have to like, do listening. You have to do the new right. White Man Can't Jump. Oh, oh yeah, it's on the. It's, on the it's coming. Like you it's have to go topic. live, watch it in the theater. Oh, and then reveal. It's gonna happen. Is it in the theaters? It went straight to TV. I thought. I thought it was a movie jam. You're talking to people who went to go see House Party reboot sure. on opening night. Like we, oh, yeah. we will go <laughs> sure. to the theaters. To oh, watch we left. Reboots. We left Margaritaville. Yes, just for the record. Times Times Square, Square. A little, a little oh, yeah. early yeah. to go to Times Square's. Now AMC. I know this isn't the point of the show, but no, how no, was no. Margaritaville? Because I was thinking about filming my show Marg Walks there, where we just walk in between the bars. Now uh, it, was it garbage? It's one of the worst places I've ever been, <laughs> but. I also quit drinking, so. Oh, so what yeah. is literally I, what is the point of me? Being right, there? that's literally so, there is no point. No, uh, all of my friends have had all of their birthday parties there, so they're probably pumped. I think they really, love it. ironically, yeah, they love or it. like they really just love it. I'm sorry, but I can't call Margaritaville an ironic thing. If you're Why? choosing it, you're making this. This is it. You're okay. just lame, and that's cool <laughs> to be lame now. It's all good, but it's like to be square. Let's yeah. not act like we can pass this one off as irony, kids. Okay. It's not irony. You're okay. just in a lame spot drinking my, beers with the with the folks. My strong recommendation to you is to pick a different location of Margaritaville. Okay. Don't go to this one. This one, that's yeah. a good point. Good point. Go to a different one. It, go, the time you gotta go to one, one in the just, south. Yeah, you gotta go down. You gotta, you know, you gotta go yeah. down to Florida. You yeah, really gotta go down. It would be there. awesome. I, I mean, I'm awesome. saying on location. The Puerto Rico, I would love it. The Puerto Rico airport, Margaritaville. I forget what they call it, but it's like a 
Margaritaville to go, basically. And it's just oh, sure. sitting in the airport. It's really something. They it's have a ton of live TVs everywhere playing Buffett and Buffett like rock. I like that the whole time. And it's really loud. And then like the rest of the place just has to deal with it. It's the most Margaritaville, Margaritaville there might be. You might want to consider an airport. I might. You might. You're not it's wrong. It's worth it. <laughs> All right, sorry I detoured us into Margarita. No, it's okay, great. So, how, great. so <laughs> what else? Okay, so what are the like what would you say of the ones you've done was like the best one that you've the best rapper movie? You can get us to talk about how high all day. Like, right. I've never that seen that. Day. Isn't that crazy? It's fantastic. It's a, I it's love a both wonderful of them. film. It's a wonderful okay. and I, we liked how high too. Yeah, I watch how high too every 420. Wow. I would this say season. that the the one we mentioned earlier is probably the best movie we watched. You can say that over I'm, cradle to the grave, over cradle yeah, to the grave, over cradle to the grave, which I wow. love. I had a be blast kind rewind that. is your pick. Be kind rewind. All right. Be kind rewind is the best one, and I think our guest was the most into the film too. Okay. Well, more than I'm I mean. into just right. More than you were into just right. Yeah. Shade. But I couldn't be more into it. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm we watched watch it twice, it and I'm I'm down. Let me know yeah. when we'll we'll distance watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watch it at the same time. Compare I'm gonna notes, watch it like, for fun. Why is she doing this? <laughs> just, we're just doing it, just extra, just extra. Awesome. Why are you doing this? That is great. It made me feel happy. It's a happy film. Yeah, and and despite our your uh, and now our uh, idea that she's a mis- mysterious man, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad she's stolen. Yeah. I was really happy for for Queen Latifah's character. I literally like, loved her. Like she, I thought she was great in this film. And now her dad will not have to fix that house anymore. Yeah, because Common can do it. Dude's gonna just Scotty Wait, McKnight. So now, do you he's gonna think take care of it. now? So she just went through all this trouble. She bought this house. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. moment. So now she's gonna move to the mansion, or he's gonna move to the house. Oh, she's moving to the mansion. Of course. So now the house yeah. is irrelevant. So now we did all that for nothing. I we think did all the that house. Really. I think the house gets fixed up and sold. But during that, we we get the goddaughter, the pretty girl revenge. Who's, who's the goddaughter? Oh, the friend. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah, the friend. Sorry. Her, her, yeah, like her. Oh, that's right. I forgot. She stays there guy. during the renovations yeah. and then gets her shit together and gets a job, right. I guess, because now she's broke again. Maybe she yeah. could rent the house while she figures out what she wants to do with her life. I, I don't know. Right. That's the most powerful part of her moment of change, where she grabs Common as he's running away from her and goes, "I understand why you're running away." That moment is double crazy because now she's going to go back to living on a futon <laughs> in an upstairs part of an apartment that's getting worked on right. without a job. An apartment that, that the doorknob falls off every day. Right. right. And the windows aren't secure. Yeah. Whew. That is a, that is a big, that's, it takes a big heart to say, go, go to her. I'm <laughs> not even going to try and throw myself at you. Just go. And all she had to do was be tolerant of Common's secret jazz dungeon. That's all right. she had to do. And she could have had him. That's a good point, Gary, is that was the real turning point. It wasn't That's leaving him in switched. the middle of his low point. <laughs> no. Nope, she was still in the Can I still shut be in the, the books. door? Can I shut the door while back you're playing jazz piano? And saying, you can't play jazz piano. Which, to Common's credit, I don't know how much of it was him. Obviously none, probably. But I don't know, he's a musician. He could probably play jazz standards. Fricks, were you disappointed about what was behind that door? He wasn't that bad. They presented it. No, I, I, I didn't even. Okay, so you guys were saying jazz dungeon. I was like, oh, the piano playing. I didn't even equate that with like a jazz. (laughs) Okay. I was like, oh yeah, he's playing the piano, and (laughs) Latipa wants to hear, and the other girl doesn't. It's clear to me. It's effective. It worked. Hey, these plot lines, they work on me. I get it. It's crystal clear. Makes sense. Yeah. They're different. I just would you listen to a common and queen jazz record? Yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, Latifah would, would sing the shit out of that. She played Bessie for God's sakes. Like she right. she's a good singer. Absolutely. Yeah, she's a good she singer. can sing. Yeah, she can she sing. Can she, she, she like yeah. she was what she was like Oscar nominated for Chicago. I think yeah. I don't remember what she won her Grammy for, but like she oh, forgot about Chicago. Oh yeah. After this like uh, up until this movie, she did all this stuff, including Chicago. And then after this movie, just kept doing stuff. Like she's oh, she's never stopped. Music stuff, movie stuff. Oh. But not like we're not rapping anymore. Like she'll still get on stage. I got to rock the bells thing. Or, you know, obviously this is the 50th anniversary year for hip hop. And like, that's a factor that goes into that. She might get on stage. I know she was at the De La Soul event they did at Webster Hall when they put how out much, all the albums finally much, on digital. Like, I don't think she's like a really a rapper at her heart. 
Mm. I think it was probably her introduction. In terms yeah, she's of an entertainer, and then yeah. she was. To do. But she was one of the most visible rappers in the world at a certain point. Right. Absolutely. Which Nothing point about was that? Rap. What year was that? It's like 91, 92. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I wasn't like really. I was an infant. I'm like 10, 11 years old. Right. And I'm seeing this, and I'm going like. Right. I you this is who you saw on MTV. This is who you saw right. on these channels. So your understanding of hip hop for me starts with like the Fat Boys and mm. like worse ways that because who is who are you seeing on screen? And then you learn more over time. Yeah, I think my youth was like I was really into Will Smith, Fresh Prince at oh, the yeah. time. I yeah. was into yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Well, I was like, like when you put out the Getting Jiggy with that album, but I missed yeah. the summertime. I was too late for summertime. This I was I was guy. early enough to to fuck with like. He's a DJ on the rapper. Right. I think I I, like ran that tape off its spools. Right. Because I was allowed to listen to something that wasn't like Bible camp songs. Right. Right. (laughs) I was like, yo, people are awesome. But it was really wholesome. Will and Jazzy Mm -hmm. Jeff. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like he made the transition. Right. And he's known primarily now for acting. I know. And for attacking Chris Rock. I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah, I know he's he's we know what he's known for right now. Mm, right now, I've been thinking yeah, about it's... this a lot. Like, should I stop going by Frex? I need to. Yeah. There's only two people that can understand. I need to contact Aquafina. Mm. And I need to contact Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. And I need to speak with them about what what led to them making their decisions about their mm-hmm. music and their acting careers. Sure, I'm almost certain they listen to this pod. Yeah, they your do. message is out there. We're I know, good now. I'm manifesting. And look, we will tag we will tag the shit out of them Done. and Queen Latifah, who Done. continues to go by Queen Latifah. Right. She does, right? Yeah. She after does. all these years, you don't but, go. She's not yeah. go by her birth name. My so, issue is well. Let me lay out my issue. Yeah. Okay. You guys can advise. Okay. So it's a lil. I have a lil frex. You do. And right. at this point, I'm damn near six feet tall, and closer to forty years old than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I'm lil frex. So we'll start with that. Then I took all my music off of streaming. It's only on SoundCloud now. So I don't even know if a lot of people that just started following me even know that I started as a rapper. Right. So there's no context for me to be Lil Frax. People, some people think my name is just Lil, like Lily. Right. Hmm. Oh, wow. They go, hey, Lil. <laughs> We're losing the pot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> We've lost the pot. The we context. have lost the pot. Uh, wow. When... When P. Diddy went through his second name change and and smashed yeah. out the P, yeah, he went on, uh, I think it was something with CBS This Morning, the Today Show, one of the morning shows, mm-hmm. made the announcement on air and said specifically that the P was getting in the way of his fans and his relationship. Wow. It was, it was in between. If you believe that, that is an ironclad response to the issue. Right. The Lil getting the is way. getting in the way of me and my fans. Right. I will point out that Diddy later in more recent years changed his name to Love. Right. So we, he did. So that, that does complicate things a bit. He more. did. But, it's, but we yeah, don't call him that. We don't no, respect we don't, it. No, no we, we, we stopped calling him Diddy. I was, hey, you go, hey, you get three. <laughs> you don't get four. Exactly. <laughs> hey, in the I same way, three. I put the That's hyphen it. in Jay-Z. Jay-Z never fucking loses the hyphen in my mind. I don't care no. how many times. No. I still capitalize. I didn't know we didn't have one. Is no. a hyphen. <laughs> it never goes away. Um, the point, Diddy, he's, we, we won't call him Puffy anymore, but you're not going after, after yeah. Diddy. It's like, no, you're Sean or you're Diddy. You're not. But like in, like in Shakespeare, the the jesters often have the right idea and diddy or i'm sorry love as a uh as a performer and a jester might actually have nailed that name change because how yeah. do you argue with it it probably did yeah right get, in, get the in the way right yeah if you feel it it's not just a manifestation it's real right. you know this is your choice in your journey but i will say yeah. that going back to uh one of your earlier musical loves Low Bow Wow eventually mm. went to Bow Wow, right? Mm-hmm. Before now, and now being he's Shad. So, Shad. Like, do I just become Emma? Over um, time, right. I think that that might be a path for you. Either way, we're excited to see where you go. Common also still goes by Common when he's in things. So both of these people right. were just yeah. like, "This is my name. This is my performing name." And Aquafina still does go yes. by Aquafina. Share exactly. as well, but but Madonna? Donald Glover doesn't do Childish Gambino. He separates. Does not. No. So maybe Frex is just. Rex is it. 
Yeah, I think so. But I don't want to tell you we'll what see. to do with your career. We'll see. I don't happens. know. I don't know the rest of your fans. Just Gary. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so, so Gary, you know. it's a closed loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, Jeff. Yeah, Gary. We had a really nice guest on. I'm really thrilled. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm pumped, man. That was it was like a very weird dream come true making somebody yeah of that import listen watch that movie. But I think she was a little too kind to comment in this. If I'm being honest, I think we all were. I have to really make clear that the thing that really made me dislike this movie most, second mm. only to. The New Jersey the New gas, Jersey gas station, station, which is just like awful. the debacle took me out of the movie for like yeah. the, the remaining hour and 20 minutes <laughs> for sure. After that, I'm like, I, I'm sorry. 80 minutes of just like, where the no. fuck were you? Where were where you? That you wasn't live? Jersey. Where do you fucking live? Couldn't tell you. How could you so, do this to my family? The second only to that was common is just so one dimensional as an actor in this film. And I started to go back and think as we were preparing for this episode. And I realized, I don't think I've ever seen him in any film where I felt like his acting was remarkable. And I have, as it turns out, seen a quite a few of his movies. I've seen Smoke and Aces. I've seen Street Kings. No, I've seen Wanted. I've seen Terminator Salvation. No. I saw that in theaters. I think I saw Terminator I, Salvation at some point. I know I did. I watched them all. And probably most recently uh, in John Wick 2. And I realized that in John Wick oh, 2. I hated that movie, yes. And I love yeah. the John Wick movies. I haven't seen part four yet. Please, no spoilers. I haven't seen it. He yet, shoots people. Jo- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. Shoots people with guns. But in John Wick 2. Now you don't have to see Carmen it. is one of the main adversaries. Right. right. And he's not particularly interesting. There's a vengeance aspect to his character. There's some purpose behind him but he's also completely uninteresting we're not per se film critics right no i mean we're not professionally i've written no stuff about film before we but fuck around we're having fun here we're doing a i'm podcast, not gonna say that our like, uh, our opinions should matter to whether or not no. people like or dislike uh common in any form or fashion that common presents himself no that absolves me of guilt for saying I'm just not a common guy at all. I don't get it in any facet. I've never gotten it. It's not for me, especially this movie, which with a strong male lead could have actually been a pretty good film as it was. It was fun. I would watch it again. It's popcorn movie with very little substance needed. Yeah. I'm not someone who demands that a ridiculous romance story be incredible. I'm just not. I know what it is. I know what it's supposed to be. It delivered as a movie. It had a plot. People did things. End of story. That guy sucked. He was, he never changed vocal inflection. He did nothing in the scenes. He just stood there agape at anyone who was actually acting. As an actual music critic, like I, my yeah. opinions on common, I, I've probably gone on probably more nuanced places. than mine is the case that I think for me, a lot of times it depends on who he's working with hmm. you know, when he's worked with Kanye. I think he made some amazing stuff, but as an actor, I just feel like he, it's not his forte. And I've seen him hmm. now in like, I would probably say being conservative, like 10 movies, hmm. I've seen 10 movies that he's been in. And I can't say any of them are ones where I went like, Oh wow. He really impressed me there. Or but wow, say what you will really about, I mean, like movie. in the raps, I think I made this point during the show, but in the raps, he changes vocal inflection, bounces around. Mm-hmm, it at yeah. least sounds like he's having a good time in the studio. Yeah. Then you put the I, camera on and he's just like, I am sportsman, a man of sports, pretty woman, good, me take pretty woman. I understand why this director put him in the movie. They sure. had a connection. She's a music video person. Was he the first one? 
I don't mean I, I don't even mean that derogatorily. Oh we no, I didn't. usually pick films that get didn't get their first choice. I looked through, <laughs> I didn't find anything about the film that okay. could have been. But at the end of the day, it was an early part of Common's career, which now he's been in so many movies that you know he is considered an actor. And I think in a lot of ways, yeah, totally. Like, it should be. I mean, you get enough roles, you're you're a famous actor. That's just what it is. But I'm gonna say he probably is as of this point in the season the worst of the rapper actors we've seen so far mm. worse than ll in rollerball yes hit me with the list yeah i mean we could go through the whole list worse than most like, def yes yeah i mean yeah there's not even a question be kind rewind not even a thing like worse than latifah yes although we didn't even though we haven't done a movie with her yet this is not considered a Latifah. This episode. is not this the is Latifah comment. episode. It's kind no, of, we, yeah. we deserve to go back into the ones. Uh, not as good as DMX in Credit for the Grave. No. Not as good as the RZA in Man with the Iron Fists. Mm. Yeah, I'll agree. I'm saying totally not agree. as good as RZA in Iron Fists. Yep. Not as good. He was also as the I, director, the narrator, the storyteller. Yeah, the, but I'm the like old, in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. He was everything. He was cinematographer. Yeah. He made, he did the soundtrack. He he did crafty. Uh, like he's Yeah, he did the marketing budget. He yeah. like. I think he worked in locations too. Was he in locations? Yeah. I learned one Get him on the today. fucking horn. Learn one Get locations today. on the horn. We learned uh, so much from our wonderful guest. Yeah. No, we learned and so little and so little from common. <laughs> so little from common. <laughs> so cool as ice. Cool as ice. Cool as it's ice. Coming up, folks. Cool as ice coming next. Get ready. Right. Cool as ice. It's the Cabbages Podcast Network. <laughs>